but just seeing you know your brother have success and and doing well i mean that like is very motivating to me and also it almost feels like as if i have if i am having that success it's, it's tough to put in words but like when he's playing really well like i feel like i get confidence when he's playing really well like it's as if i, I basically had that success so Welcome back to Any Given Monday. It's been a while. I apologize. But we start out back with a double feature. Uh, the Paul Twins. Uh, Yannick almost made the Ryder Cup team last year. Jeremy, his twin brother, just won in the Bahamas early in the season on the Corn Ferry Tour. So an inside track on the PGA Tour. So I talked to them both about what was their dream as kids? Is it to play on the PGA Tour? And what's changed since then? Do they want to play on Live? Do they want to play on the PGA Tour? How do they match up against the Hogarts? What their ultimate dream is as brothers and individuals? Um, and so it was great to talk to them. And I can't wait for you guys to listen. So I haven't had any sleep tonight. So this intro is about a one out of 10. I apologize. But the interview is great. So you should listen. Without further ado, here is the Paul brothers. I mean, I, I was going to make a twins joke, but you guys have to be so sick of twins joke. I was going to say, like, you're seeing double or something like that, but that's <laughs> not, I'm not going to do that. Uh, the Paul twins, uh, thank you for joining me. What a ride it's been. As I just told before we started recording, it has to not feel that long ago that you guys were playing uh, mini tours together. Yeah, um, I wasn't sure if Jeremy starts, uh, but I guess I'll just start. Yeah, um, yeah. I mean, we played. That was obviously a great opportunity. You know, um, when we first started out, that was you know part of the reason why we moved from Colorado to Arizona, just to you know play some mini tours and and, and stay sharp. And uh, yeah, we really enjoyed it on the mini tours. Uh, but obviously, you try to get off the mini tours and get to the bigger stages. Uh, but yeah, back in the day, that was definitely you know we played there. I think till twenty twenty one. Um, and yeah, we turned pro in 18. So, uh, yeah, I played it for like two or three years in, you know, in the summer we went to PGA to Canada, but you know, in the, in the fall and in the spring, we played mainly, you know, outlaw tour now called the Asia tour. Um, and yeah, it kept us sharp. It, it helped us to, you know, we didn't really have a, a lot of sponsors, so it helped us to kind of pay, you know, our monthly, you know, duties or monthly rent and all that stuff that you have um and yeah so we kind of like were at flow i mean we, we obviously weren't rolling with a lot of money but we at least were able to get by and, and i think that's that was already really helpful jeremy when you're out on the outlaw tour and struggling is it nice to have someone that you're close to knowing what you're going through i mean i assume overall that's super helpful in all aspects but especially back then when you guys like playing Asher tour or playing outlaw tour and, and maybe didn't have a great event. It's someone, hey, is it nice to have someone yeah. you're close to, to I'm kind of call deflect off of that? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's nice. I mean, just growing, having someone to text together, go through that journey together because in golf, I mean, we know how it is. Most of you know, it doesn't as good as you would like it to go. And, and especially you put in a lot of work, putting a lot of hours, but you never know if you ever have success or when will it come, you know? So it's definitely nice to just 
you know, when you're in a hotel room, we were able to split a lot of costs when we were traveling to certain mini tours together. Um, and then it's definitely nice when, you know, you can play practice rounds together, and especially then after the round, we were able to, you know, talk through it. How, how did it go? What didn't go well? And then the other guy could give, you know, sometimes more often, you know, Perfect. objective you. view of, yeah, you know, leave it in there. how, what can you improve? No, just leave it in there. Thank you. you know, because obviously a lot of golf, when you just talk to yourself, a lot of times, like it's easy to get down on yourself. So it's nice to have, you know, someone that's very close to you, knows you really well, give you some type of different perspective on things. Just a quick interruption before we get back to it. This is how far the, the, the Paul twins have come. Yannick just got room service, something on the road in the outlaw event. <laughs> room service would be DoorDash from Chipotle, but, uh, now, now Yannick's to the point that we're get we getting a thing, but um, does it help in all aspects, guys? Uh, Yannick, maybe for you is like practicing that motivation. In the mornings you don't want to get up and go work. Is it nice to have you know a friend, obviously, and a brother that kind of you know you guys push and pull off of each other to to go to go get work done. That that in an individual sport, sometimes it just you have to be self-motivated. Is it nice to have someone there to, to kind of help help that along? Yeah, I mean, obviously, on the one hand, it keeps you account accountable. Um, you know, we usually, you know, the night before we say, hey, let's, let's go out at 9 a.m. tomorrow or 8 a.m. or whatever it is. And then we, yeah, obviously, even if you don't want to get up, you know the other person is getting up, so it helps you to get up and, and, and get started. Um, and then, yeah, just in general, also, you know, practicing together, you know, if you have questions, you can ask the other person, hey, what do you think about this? What do you think about this idea? Um, and just bounce ideas off each other. I think that's really helpful. And yeah, I mean, everyone that's on that golf journey knows how, how lonely it can get. Um, and to have someone, you know, there that, you know, always listens to you and always, you know, is trying to help you and is feel like it's in your corner. Um, I think there's a difference between a friend who might be even also your competitor. If you, you know, if you have a brother, um, even if we play in the same event, you know, I don't, I have no desire of, you know, really beating him. Um, I, I want to obviously win the event, but I also want him to do well as well. Um, and, you know, even if I have a really good round, but he maybe, you know, struggle a bit, I'm not super happy uh, just because we, kind of want to, you know, go on the highest, you know, tour together and play on the highest tour together. And um, yeah, we want to succeed together. So uh, as I said, everyone was asking me, like, I, I wish everyone could experience how it is to have a twin brother because it's really like having a best friend uh, that has the same interests, you know, thinks the same, has, you know, the same ideas about life. And if you have someone like that, you can always call. I mean, that's like so valuable and I'm really grateful for that. Jeremy, uh, Yannick made the jump, you know, a little ahead of you. Is that, did that, you guys played college to get, played juniors together, went to college together, kind of went on the mini tour scene together. Kind of what did that, did it change the relationship in any way? Jeremy, did it like, I mean, obviously he's there motivating you, but, you know, it was the first time that you guys were on kind of different levels for a little bit. How did the relationship is it the same? Is it, you know, how do you guys communicate about, about where you are in your career? Yeah. I mean, I, I didn't change anything. Cause I mean, we obviously knew that um, we're not going to go step by step. Obviously that was our hope that we were going to go to the same level at the same time and do everything the same. But 
obviously really we knew at some point maybe I'd be split a little. Um, we obviously didn't expect it to be split in you know different continents and playing on different tours at, that are so far apart from each other. <clears throat> but I mean, even going through our junior career, we always had like phases, you know, where I was playing a little better than I had phases where I didn't play really good and Yang was playing really well. So then in college, we had the same thing. Sometimes I played better, sometimes he played better. So it's like normal in golf, you go through these phases. So, um, but just seeing, you know, your brother have success and, and doing well, I mean, that like is very motivating to me. And also it almost feels like as if I have, if I am having that success, it's, it's tough to put in words, but like when he's playing really well, like I feel like I get confidence when he's playing really well. Like it's as if I, I basically had that success. So, um, cause I'm equally excited as if, if he wins a tournament or is doing really well, that gets me like in a great mindset. Like I'm like, when I wake up in the morning, most of the time he plays obviously, cause he's always plays in the, uh, east of us, um, he's always ahead. And usually when I wake up, I check, see how he did. And like, when he's, when I see he did well, like, it's like, I'm excited, you know, I'm excited to get the day started. And when he's not playing well, I'm like, you know, I can feel his emotions. Cause then it's almost like as if I played, you know, not so good round. So, um, I have something, yeah, so I have something yeah. to add to that. Uh, when, uh, just recently when obviously Jeremy won, um, that was, you know, I think it was 3am, 4am when he obviously, uh, won in the Bahamas and then I had to get to the golf course at 7am and, uh, for, I think the pro-am it was, or for the first round, I might, might have been the first round. And, uh, I mean, I don't know how many people came up, you know, Hey, it's so awesome for you, bro. Like it felt almost like I won. Yeah. Because everyone came up to me, Hey, that's so awesome for your brother that he won. And, um, yeah, so that just to, as an add on to what Jeremy said. Yeah. So uh, Yannick, I was going to ask, uh, I assume your brother was in contention. This is going to be one of the harder parts of the, of the, uh, brother twin dynamic now is, is when he's in contention, uh, how were you getting updates? What, what was kind of outside uh, live scoring in the Bahamas? You obviously have to be a a little aware it might not be accurate. So did you have somebody on the ground there? Um, no, I didn't, but I, so it was, I think, a nine hour or 10 hour time change. And it was a Wednesday night and he just started his final round. And I saw he started with three birdies and then it was, you know, 10 PM my time. And I had to get up early for the first round. So then I went to bed, uh, but yeah, I mean, obviously didn't sleep well at all. I woke up, checked the leaderboard, then went back to bed and then, and then I, you know, fell asleep. And then I woke up 30 minutes after he one and then uh, yeah i think it was like 3 30 or something like that when i woke up and i saw that he won and then yeah i obviously had a bunch of texts on my phone and i texted him and then yeah so that was a really short night for me and, and i was uh, yeah i was obviously over the moon to see that he won um, i the night before um you know i i i felt like i was always almost more nervous you know watching him and and, and checking the leaderboard than when i'm you know in contention myself uh, I guess uh, the parents always say that oh, I can't watch because I'm so nervous. And now I was kind of in a, in a similar situation. I assume, I assume that's it. Yannick, some of it is, I mean, as pro golfers, you guys are in control of everything, e- even though you might be nervous in a situation or whatever it relies on you. I assume that's part of the hard part of having somebody you're so close to that. I think a lot of people can never be able to relate to how, twins feel about each other i assume not being able to be in control is is a different feeling for you watching your brother in contention yeah absolutely and obviously you know 
if you're in contention, you, you obviously want to end up winning. So I, I was just like really hoping that he can, you know, he can get it done. And, um, and yeah, I mean, I've, I've won once on the tour and I mean, there's no better feeling than winning. Um, so I was just, you know, I was so happy when I saw that he ended up winning and, um, then I saw all the corn fairy videos. Um, and yeah, I just wish I would have, you know, would have been there, uh, to, to cheer him on, but yeah, it was it was amazing, and and I was really you know happy to, to see that he got his first win. Jeremy, when you won in the Bahamas, I mean there has to be a lot of reflection. Like for those listening that don't know what the Outlaw Tour is, a fine fine mini tour, but far removed from from the top of pro golf. And you guys, you know, followed the career path of what a lot of players, ninety five percent of players do is, you know, grinded on the mini tours for a while, missed at Q school, all the things that a lot of players do kind of your emotions, as far as reflection goes, when you won, like, you know, you're on the inside track to the PGA tour. Now, uh, all of those things go, can you just take me back to that Sunday? Yeah. I mean, I definitely wouldn't have been able to, you know, probably the way I was playing at the beginning of my professional career, I could just, you know, it takes, some time some people get it quicker some people you know a little longer and I, it's just all about making those experiences and um, when i played on i definitely relied on it i mean i was when i was playing on the outlaw tour or whatever it was i was able to you know win a, a, a couple of those events at the end of the day, you know it's, it's a situation where in a con no what tour it is no matter where it is at the end of the day Playing against yourself, of course, um, and I think it definitely helped from a mindset perspective. That I know I have won before, or what level it won, and just having that feeling I was able to do it, you know, at that stage doesn't mean that I can't do it on the higher levels. You know, it's more about the proving it to yourself that you can win, um, regardless of the stage. And I was definitely, you know, ready in the sense that I was mentally prepared and all the experience that I could rely on from the past, from the beginning of my professional careers. And I think that's where, you know, playing those mini tour events and maybe not having to compete against 150 guys, rather just, you know, 70 players. Um, you know, you get in maybe intentionally a little quicker and you get those experiences and stuff. And I think it really helps you down the road when you get to higher levels and, you know, have to reflect or rely on. You guys growing up in Germany and now the face of pro golf is change we all don't know where it's going and, and what it is where did you where was the ultimate dream as a kid to play and where's the ultimate dream as of today maybe Yannick take it first and then Jeremy um I mean obviously you wanted to always play on the on the PGA tour and on a DP world tour just because we're growing up in Germany you obviously you know watch um, you know, DP World Tour, European Tour events. Um, but I remember always every Thursday to Sunday, we were sitting, you know, 10 p.m., 11 p.m., we were sitting on the couch with our dad watching PGA Tour, watching Tiger Woods. Um, and that was always a dream of ours to, from our hours to, you know, be able to play on the PGA Tour. Um, and yeah, so I, I still have those vivid moments and memories where, you know, we, the dad said hey we got to go to bed at 10 and then we just kept watching and kept watching tiger um and that was really cool so that was always our dream and then now obviously living in the states you know we definitely want to play on the pga tour together um but i would say we will also 
you know, go to Germany, go to a few of the big events in Europe um, and kind of have a, I guess now it's good that they have like this dual membership um, and, you know, play a bit in Europe and then play mainly on the PGA Tour. Um, I think that's kind of the goal for both of us. And that's kind of what we're striving for. Jeremy, yeah, is that kind of how you feel? Yeah, I couldn't agree more. Um, I actually was just thinking about the same memories that we had watching it all the time. Um, just because it was always nice and, you know, can you watch it in the evening? And, um, and then it was always like a battle of, should I go to bed? Because uh, I have to go to school tomorrow. I do I want to watch it. Um, and <clears throat> yeah, I mean, it would be nice. Obviously, for us, it was great that um, the PGA Tour took a bigger stake in the DP World Tour. And there basically is a panel that's very, you know, achievable um, for, for Yannick to uh, come over to the PGA Tour. Um, that was obviously great for us because obviously at some point in time um, was playing in Europe. It was always just through the corn to finals to really give him a chance to come to the PGA Tour or get inside the top 50 in the world. Um, and now obviously with the 10 spots, not otherwise exempt, it's, it's you know, very much in reach and yeah, almost did it last year. Um, so it really, you know, is great for us, great opportunity and obviously gives us the chance to hopefully fulfill our dream to plan to get on the PGA Tour at some point in time. Okay, before we get to the end, we have to talk about Colorado a little bit, but the most important question, the Hogarts or the Pauls, have you had a match? And if so, who's the better set of brothers? I don't care about world rankings or anything like that. Like, just your opinion on how badly you would beat them or where we stand, and how hasn't it happened on TV or like this seems like a made for European tour. Like if there's a version of the match, it should be done for the European crowd. Maybe it will get done at some point. I'm I'm really close with Rasmus and Nikolai. So uh, because we're in the same agency, we work we work with the same uh, trainer and physio. So like we see each other all the time. Now obviously with Nikolai playing in the States, I see Rasmus um, basically every day. Um, so I think, yeah, maybe at some point it will get done. Um, they obviously really promising young players and they play really well. Um, so I think it will be um, a really good battle. Um, and yeah, I think it depends a bit on um, where we play. Um, but I think if we play at Desert Force at our home course, um, yeah, I take them on anywhere. But if I could pick a course, I'll pick Desert Force. Um, because, uh, yeah, I mean, obviously it's a really tight course. I think it's rated the hardest course in Arizona. So, um, yeah, I think that would give us, give us the edge. Yeah. Jeremy, you have had, I mean, I just thought about it right now, but you've had to, like, even if you don't have any interest in live, you had to think about the fact that the, the Hogarts and the Pauls could make up a live team and that's it. Like just four brothers, you know, two and two. And come up with some catchy name that's twin related, and uh, you guys go dominate live. <laughs> yeah, I actually thought about a team like that. That would be actually it's a it's a it's a it's a funny idea. Um, yeah, we have, we we haven't really uh, thought about you know live or anything in that regard. Um, well, it sounds fun. We in 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 Germany we grew up playing a bunch of team events, uh, so that fact is definitely um, intriguing. But like I said, our dream has always been on the PGA Tour. Um, and obviously now with opportunity that we can both achieve that, hopefully sometime close in the future, that would be awesome. Um, and who knows, I was actually listening to the Golf Channel yesterday and they were saying that 
they're thinking about bringing team events back maybe to PGA Tour and stuff like that. That's obviously, you know, something that would be really cool for us. Um, we were actually talking about it. It would be awesome to, for, you know, for my brother and I to play together. Um, that's something that we really look forward to at some point. Um, just because obviously playing with your brother and having it as your teammate involved would be awesome since it's an individual sport. It doesn't really happen that often. Um, seeing that team aspect for us would obviously, you know, more beneficial than maybe father and no players. Um, so, guys, um, that has to be the ultimate dream as far as goals as a brother is to tee it up together in the Ryder Cup, right? I mean, you guys have to have have talked about that as a kid, and now obviously it's more of a reality based dream. I assume as a brother combo twins, that's that's the ultimate dream. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, that's, um, I was pretty close last year, so I kind of, you know, um, wouldn't say I know what it's like, but I, I was in contention for, for a while. Um, and yeah, I mean, that was one of our biggest dreams, um, you know, since we were six, seven years old and uh, we grew up watching the Ryder Cup and, um, yeah, I mean, that's the ultimate, I would say that's probably the ultimate goal for us. Um, you know, play on the PGA Tour, play on the DP World Tour, uh, do well in the majors, and then uh, yeah, tee it up together in the Ryder Cup. That's like the that would be the ultimate, the ultimate goal for us, I think. Jeremy, as a player, you guys are in. As fans, we see all these press releases and all those things, and uh, you know, I think we all, as fans and media, are relatively sick of all of it. As players, do you guys get tired of it? You have to take yourself out of all these conversations. I mean, you you can't do a podcast without, you know, me bringing it up or someone bringing up like where's Liv and where's PGA Tour. Just not, not just that. I don't want you to cover that, Jeremy. Does it get like, you just have to put your, your, your head down and, and not just let people handle that and, and figure it out at the end of the day. Yeah. At the end of the day, we don't really have much say anyway. And if anything, we just get informed of what's happening. Um, so, you know, where we're at in our career, at least it doesn't really have much effect on whatever deal they're doing. For us, it's more about getting playing opportunities. I think that's basically the major key part, uh, especially when I'm looking now how many, you know, starts like the new guys that got their PGA Tour card from through the Cornfrey Tour from last year get this year. I feel like that's kind of like a main discussion, I would say, on this tour, just that, you know, it's important to get playing opportunities and maybe you know, get more than, you know, 18 starts throughout the whole season, which is obviously difficult to keep your card. I think it's goal, at least on the corn trade tour, I think the discussions are going more in that direction rather than, you know, with all the agreements and stuff, what's happening, uh, because really don't, it doesn't really affect us too much. Um, obviously, it's great if, you know, versus and everything secured for the next five years and there's money coming in from extra sources to just make the game bigger and, get more acts for players. Um, but the details of it, I think, you know, what I'm hearing here on this tour is not really affecting us at all. And um, no one is really thinking about it too much. Um, I think at this level, we just need to like continue playing well and getting up to the higher levels for it to really matter for us. Yeah. Well, guys, thank you. Before I go, I think college recruiting has become more global and easier, those kind of things. But, you know, 10 years ago when you guys went to college, it wasn't as, it, it was somewhat prominent, but not 
totally. How did you guys get to Colorado? How'd you choose it? Did you guys always know that it was going to, you, you had to obviously probably find a place that was going to take, to take both of you an opening. So, uh, Yana, kind of what was that process like and how did you get, get to Colorado? Yeah, we, when we were, you know, 17, 18, um, in Germany, you can't really combine academics with, you know, sports um, after high school. So it's either you go to college and study um, or you turn pro. And we definitely wanted to have, you know, an education and a degree. So that's why it was pretty, pretty early on. It was said that we wanted to go to the States, go to go to college. And since it was a new culture, we really wanted to go together um, and, yeah, so we had a our home coach um, in Germany. He's uh, he grew up in in the States, and he's an American, and he knew um, Roy Edwards, um, the head coach from Colorado, really well. So yeah, he made us a really good offer, and we had a bunch of other offers, but that was mainly just for one person. Um, so we went on an official visit to Colorado in September. It was ninety degrees. It was you know absolutely perfect. Um, so yeah, we ended up. You know, committing right there. Never, never looked at any other school, um, and yeah, committed right there. And then, uh, yeah, went. You know, nine months later, we we started in Colorado uh, as, as freshmen. Yeah, in college. Jeremy, uh, congratulations, Yannick. Congratulations on all your successes. You guys know I've been been fans for a long time, uh, back in the the outlaw days, and happy to see you guys and. Thanks for taking the time, both of you. We behind the scenes, uh, Yannick did all the did all the planning. We're all in three different time zones, so uh, <laughs> it was I'm sure a logistical nightmare behind the scenes to get everybody on the same page. So thanks, guys. Uh, happy for all your success, and we'll see you. Uh, look forward to seeing you both on the PGA Tour next year. Thank you, thank you so much, and thanks for everything you do for the, for the to grow the game. And thank you, and, you know, thanks so much. 